0: Welcome to another episode of Junior Achievement of South Florida's Recipe for Success. Just as there are no two recipes that contain the exact same ingredients or measurements, there are no two success stories exactly the same. Recipe for Success features entrepreneurs, visionary leaders, and innovators of all ages who will share the ingredients that make them successful. Here's your host, Lori Salarulo, President and CEO of Junior Achievement of South Florida.
1: Hey, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of J.A.'s Recipe for Success. I'm your host, Lori Salarulo, the CEO and president of Junior Achievement of South Florida. Uh, I am so proud today to welcome uh, someone that I've known in this community for quite some time, who I just love every time we have the chance to get together and we kind of needle each other and we just we love going at it and all in a fun way. And I love that about him. Totally authentic totally real, doesn't get any more real, actually. Um, and so please help me welcome the financial guru, the amazing community advocate, uh, outstanding businessman, Mr. Howard Devorkin.
0: Howard, welcome. Wow. That is some introduction, and uh, I didn't even have to pay you for that one. That's pretty <laughs> impressive. Oh, you Most know that Howard nice me. You're always going to pay, you know. I am. You know what? I will. I might fight you and kick you and scream at you. But eventually, <laughs> for some reason, I always hand you a check. <laughs> but, I but love that about you. I will tell you that that was a, some, uh, some introduction. And to be frank with you, I'm not sure all of it is accurate. But... Uh,
1: I uh, have been around
0: for a while. I love supporting Junior Achievement and frankly what you do and what the organization does is so important to the community. It's a great a great thing to teach our kids uh, business skills early on. I was lucky enough to uh, involve myself in my family's business and frankly uh, started my own little businesses when I was younger. We didn't have anything called junior achievement when I think junior achievement from where I came from was uh, graduating high school without an arrest warrant or arrest record. So (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) I was an underachiever there, but (laughs) we'll talk about that at another point. Uh, But I will tell you that, uh, what you guys do is so important because there's so many kids that don't understand that finances really are an intricate part of your life. You have to have certain life skills and in order to have a successful adult life, you need those financial skills. And And you guys are really the only people that are have really understood that for many, many years. And I think we are supporters in, in a very large way for the last 20 years, and we will hopefully be supporters for the next 20 years. So yes. thank you for everything you and your staff does.
1: Thank you. Well, listen, I mean, I think you're absolutely right. I don't think, and and today, what we're going through today, right, could not be, that that topic could not be more relevant and those skills could not be more needed. And so I think we're also seeing, we we definitely need to prepare our children if we're going to change the cycle, right? And we're going to break down that that financial literacy divide, right? We talk about the digital divide, but there's truly a financial literacy divide in the country as well. Um, And your companies, Consolidated Credit and Debt.com, are dealing with people who didn't have those skills, who got into debt and helping them to recover from that, but before we talk about that, um, if you could—I mean, you just mentioned a little bit—you're you're a serial entrepreneur from a young age. You know, maybe just give us one or two pivotal moments in your life that brought you to what you're doing today.
0: Sure. Um, listen, uh, my uh, family has always been entrepreneurial. We've had our own businesses. Uh, and I will tell you, and I always joke about it, I never played organized sports until high school when I decided I wanted to play football and become the middle linebacker. And maybe getting hit in the head so many times would uh, would describe as <laughs> a good reason for my erratic behavior at times. However, it also shows that I'm pretty tough and I don't give up and I keep swinging. But I always say I never played organized sports, but what I did do at a young age was when my all my friends played baseball, I would have the lemonade stand when they came home and they would come over and buy my lemonade. So I would make a few bucks off of organized sports. So that was quite cute at the age of probably eight, uh, maybe even eh, probably about eight, uh, maybe through the year, through 10. Uh, my sister and I uh, uh, had these Carnivals and we would give money to charities. We would do a carnival at the house and give and raise hundreds of dollars at the time in the 70s. That was a lot of money. But then my father decided it would be a good idea because I was a slug and never played any sports that he would drag me out of bed at six o'clock in the morning uh, on every day off and every Saturday, every school day off to go work at the, his uh, plumbing supply house where I successfully can tell you I have scrubbed more toilets and swept more floors than uh, I wish to remember. And he <laughs> paid me a whopping, I think I got a raise from him once, of 50 cents an hour. So <laughs> it, was, uh, it was something that I remember, and I cursed him when he was doing it, and then uh, I, I uh, praise him until this day. For doing it because he gave me a heck of a work ethic, but I will tell you, uh, at age thirteen, uh, unfortunately, my father passed away, and it was a very tragic uh, uh, demise. Unfortunately, uh, he uh, passed out passed. He died in in my arms, and uh, really left a pretty horrible. Uh, I was in a bad place for a lot of years, and frankly, did a lot of things that I probably wasn't proud of. But you know, uh, I, I I learned my lessons. I learned who to hang out with and to better myself. And frankly, I, at the age of probably sixteen to seventeen, I said I got to go in a different direction, or my life is going to be uh, very, very not so. Right. So I took those lessons, that toughness, and uh, got an education at a pretty good school, and came, uh, started working as a CPA uh, for a national firm in Washington D.C., and transferred down to Florida, and frankly, uh, never looked back. And at the ripe old age of, I forget what it was, twenty six or twenty seven. Uh, started a business at my kitchen table, where all great businesses are started, and uh, that business turned into what was what is now Consolidated Credit, which is the largest credit counseling agency in the world. Uh, wow. I, with uh, almost five billion dollars under management and hundreds of employees, um, with that I kind of got bored because I am a good strategy guy but I like growing and I like starting new things, uh, kind of, it's part of my nature. I don't like day-to-day operations. So I decided to expand into other businesses and we grew those other businesses, um, to include nine other businesses with about 700 people currently employed by those businesses. Uh, debt.com is one of them, which of course, I have the shirt and I'm always promoting. Um, actually it was my only clean shirt today <laughs> but but it's it's funny go into my closet and I have a shirt for every company and companies that we sold and I'm like didn't we sell that one and didn't we do not this one not work out so well <laughs> so you know so, but funny.
1: that's a good point right for, for our young entrepreneurs especially that not every company you start or buy um goes well
0: no No. And it's funny because the first 15 years of my life or my actually the first 20 years, I never had a loser because I was too damn stubborn to, uh, to fail. And, and frankly, it all revolved around this, uh, debt relief space. And frankly, I just made it work and I kept swinging and swinging and swinging until it worked. And frankly, I could probably tell you that if I had the time and the energy, we could never, every business would work as long as you are persistent. The problem is, is that personally, my time is diluted. And every time we start a new venture, it gets more diluted and my focus gets diluted. Um, So my career has been interesting. So we have nine companies uh, anywhere from, uh debt.com to uh, a finance company to a magazine business to a benefits company to an aeronautics business um i'm also chairman of a public company which that's a whole story in itself uh, we'll do another show on that one <laughs> we'll do another story we'll do another show on that but uh, actually it's been a heck of a ride. And, and also my, our charitable endeavors. And by the way, I could never ever do what I've done. And, and nobody can without a good team behind them. I mean, it's not me. I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I'm a street kid from New Jersey that is smart enough to hire smart people around him. Every senior person I have is better than me, smarter than me. Um, and they, they, they make me look good because without them, this all doesn't happen. It all doesn't work. I have unbelievably loyal, great people around me that, frankly, we have a fun environment collectively. You always have to have fun and laugh and you gotta be able to laugh at yourself. A lot of CEOs and folks in uh, positions don't take the time to 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 realize and remember where they came from and you know I am a little outspoken at times and frankly no. you know most people know where I stand at the end of the day I just want to do good be helpful and have a lot of fun doing it so that's yeah. the story I'm I'm sticking with. I
1: got it I got it you know, it's like I was reading a little bit about your bio and it said, no retreat, no surrender. Your your favorite words from your favorite um, song with Bruce Springsteen. And and when I listen to your ingredients, right, they're all uh, so connected to that. So I could certainly understand why. And, um, you know, you talked about toughness and, and vision. And I love this one. Too stubborn to fail. Right. I love that. Right. Just never giving up because, you know,
0: you can do it. Um, it's easy to say, I quit. It's not easy to say when the world is coming around, falling to pieces around you to stand up and say, we're going to make it through and we're going to be successful. And, you know, right now we're in a time of a pandemic. I mean, listen, I went to, I got an MBA. I must've missed that class or something. They didn't teach us how to deal with a pandemic (laughs) in grad school. (laughs) I must have either been uh, showed up to the class late or maybe missed that one. But yeah, yeah, this is all new for a lot of us. And at the end of the day, you got to show leadership. And if you don't show that leadership, you know, people aren't going to follow. And somebody needs to be the bad guy. This country, this community needs to get back to work and and yes we're all afraid but unfortunately sometimes we're in a position where we can't show fear because it might affect others emotion and and you know during this event for you know for the two months that we were literally out of the office you know I every Sunday I would write an email and they were very encouraging emails and then they got to be a little more serious um with the fact that guys we got to get back to work or we're not going to have a business to come back to uh, um but at the end of the day you got to be tough and uh, listen if kids are watching uh, understand it's okay to fall down and what you got to remember is to pick yourself up dust yourself off and keep moving in the positive direction and good yeah
1: I love that keep moving so all these amazing ingredients your company right now I have to imagine in the thick of what's going on um, I can't even imagine I'm assuming the phones would be ringing off the hook uh, with people who need help uh, right now managing all of this um, because as you said um, you know this is something that, that young people need to learn when they're younger and then continue to manage throughout their lives. Um, but And so great ingredients for, from you, for your company. I always ask everyone, uh, all those ingredients, right? So I love to cook. You know me. I'm Italian. And so when I make a good gravy on Sunday, the main ingredient is my tomatoes, right? What is your – what is Howard Devorkins? main
0: ingredient hard work mm. as i tell my two children and which are they're very bright kids i said there's always going to be somebody smarter than you there's always going to be a better athlete there's always going to be somebody with the right ingredients but the only way to level the playing field is outwork them. It's not that I'm so smart and I'm not, but I, uh, I want you to find somebody that works harder than me. And I'm not talking just me, but at the end of the day, when I tell my two children that are both in good schools, colleges, um, the secret of success is just work, outwork everybody. Just work hard. And it doesn't matter if you, you, so what, you didn't get an A. So what? Do you understand what it took to get that B? And by the way, Bs are okay. Bs are good. Cs, maybe not so much. (laughs) A's and B's are fine. You don't have to be the number one student. I could tell you that I have a lot of people I've met that were valedictorians of the class. They went to Ivy League schools. And guess what? They're they're, they're, they're normal people. They're, you know, at the end of the day, if you dedicate yourself to success and working hard, there's no stopping you. The greatest book I ever read, and I always say this, I gave each of my nephews when they graduated high school this book. I gave my children. I must have probably bought 30, 30 of these books. It was written 100 years ago by a man named Napoleon Hill. And it's called Think and Grow Rich. And, uh, it's a very famous book. It's, frankly, uh, you could read it in a couple hours. But it has nothing to do with grow, with money. Nothing. had to rename it because nobody bought it with the original name so 50 years ago they said okay maybe they'll buy it now but the fact of the matter is focus on what you believe in work towards that goal every day tell yourself you could be successful and you will be successful and success should not be be measured the size of your bank account. Success, you can be successful whether you're successful raising a family, whether you're successful in, in, in that your children are going to good colleges, whether you're successful in that you are part of a team that does great things like junior achievement. That success has nothing to do with money and it shouldn't. At the end of the day, I know you're going to laugh and you're probably going to say, He's full of duty. I don't care about money. I really don't care about money. What I care about is the kill. I love the kill. And that sounds, I, whether it's negotiating over this pen right here, which I think is a Marriott pen, if I look. Yeah, Marriott. Free pens. I don't need a fancy pen. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't care if it's negotiating to buy a building. Uh, or it's negotiating to buy 20 pens. I just love the kill. Listen, you're negotiating
1: with me, and I'm a non profit. We're all
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have a non profit, too.
1: (laughs) I know know that, and I want to make sure that 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 doesn't get lost, you know. And that that's that was going to be the last thing that I was going to touch on is not only have you supported Junior Achievement for many many years. And I know that you have been there when they've had tough times. You continue to be there for us, even when we're in stable times. Um, and I know you will continue to be there for us over the next couple of years when we go through more difficult times again, right? So I have, yep. I have no doubt about that. Um, but it's not just about junior achievement. You've done other things in the community. But for those that don't know, you also started after uh, the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas tragedy, you started an organization called Kathleen Cares to help young people around mental health. Um, yes. And so it's, it's not just about writing a check for you. It's about making a difference. And that yes. comes through Latin prayer.
0: Absolutely. I mean, quietly, and it's, it's kind of funny that we've done this, but quietly, and I don't even know if you know this, you know, we were trying to figure out how much money all the organizations donated to uh, in this county and uh, nationally. Uh, and it's in the multi-millions of dollars. Um, yeah. Parkland Cares was really something more important to me because, A, uh, I have been exposed to mental illness my entire life. Not me, although some people would say I'm a little nutty. Um, But uh, a little. uh, uh, Okay, maybe more than a little. (laughs) Okay, that's going to cost you something. (laughs) But I will tell you that, um, you know, the night of that tragedy, I looked at my two kids and my wife and we were having dinner and I just lost it. And all of us were just in tears. And I said, we have the ability to make a difference. We have the talent to make a difference. And this is what we're doing. And within the next day, the organization was formed. Within two days after that, we hired a director. And we have provided for the mental health counseling for all victims and actually a lot of community members that have been affected by that shooting uh and and will continue to do so uh i would like to say that that's one of the more meaningful things that i've done um but again i didn't do it alone i hired you know we brought in a lot of people from the community and clearly uh those people have worked hard and they were the right people and we've had some fun doing it but at the end of the day no matter what you do, you have to give back to the community yeah. um, you know you can you know when you look back and you, you can have the biggest bank account but it doesn't matter at the end right. of the day you have to you have to go through and use your skills for other things than just making money um I will tell you that uh you know debtcom uh, which is the company that I'm working with and growing, and started. Uh, it's been a blessing um, because I actually love doing it. And don't tell my board, but I would probably work for free uh, if they told if they didn't want to pay me. Because at the end of the day, we turn around and help people, and you can. Do well while doing good. And that's a hard combination in, in, in life. Do well while doing good. Meaning you can make money while still, still doing good for people. You know, selling them coffee mugs like this, I'm not sure uh, what good that's going to do. But basically helping people find a path out of debt and keeping them out of debt is a incredible uh, thing, but also hiring the people that we've hired and taking people that really didn't have much of a career uh, chance and and giving them the opportunities. To me, uh, I have seen people come in at at the minimum wage and now they're making six figure salaries. Um, To me, that's, that's what it's all about.
1: Yep, that's the legacy, right? When, we, when we're when we laying on that deathbed, it won't matter, you know, um, about, you know, any awards or whatever. But what will matter is is whose lives and, and how many Except lives. Except
0: the Hall of Fame Award. Except the Hall of the Junior Achievement Award. Of course you love that award. I love that award. By the way, I think I was, at the time, one of the youngest recipients of that award. And, and you I know, we didn't, you, we didn't get to have
1: it. We didn't get to have the event this year because of the virus, um, but as you know, we're in the midst of a campaign to bring financial literacy into the homes, and so I know hopefully we'll partner on that, but I want to just say thank you um, for all that you do. I know you and I are always joking around, and but I really do love um, the time that we spend together. I love your sense of humor and your craziness, so it fits right in with mine.
0: Um, <laughs> Remember, I grew up in an Italian neighborhood, so you and I <laughs> Yeah, so you get it, right? We're all <laughs> a little Italian,
1: right? Um, but I just wanna say thanks for all you do. Thank you for helping all the people that you continue to help through your businesses um, and just for being a good friend uh, of this community and, and of mine as well. So. Thank you, Howard, for being here. Thank
0: you. I'm not sure, again, we started with a bunch of accolades and we're ending with a bunch of accolades, but the reality is you do, you're the real hero here, you and your entire staff, because, you know what, Lori, frankly, you're an incredibly talented person, and, you know, you. you could do a lot more, and you choose to help people and do what you do and i think this community uh owes you a a debt of gratitude so thank you for your time
1: nicest words thank you so much (laughs) that means a lot to me and that's why i do what i do and i do love helping our young people so for those who are watching thank you so much for joining us today check out the show and i know how it won't mind if you reach out to him um he's always happy to work with all of us mentor all of us Um, But thanks for being with us and make it an amazing day and let's get cooking. Thanks. Thanks, Howard.
0: Thank you for your time.